Hello, and welcome to the Villain Era podcast. My name's Justine, or if you follow me on Instagram, I'm JustFitJustine. I am excited to be recording this episode today. We're going to kind of dive into what seems to be my catch line lately that I keep telling all the girls, and that's everything is casual until it's not. And I seem to really be proving this as a point. But I am kind of sad I don't have any video for this week because if you guys, again, follow me on Instagram, my eye is so swollen. I don't know what happened. I went to a Austin FC game on Saturday and there was inclement weather and there was a ton of like debris and wind and I don't remember getting anything in my eye, but I do remember telling my brother's girlfriend my eyes felt so, so dry And then on Sunday, I didn't notice anything. Monday, I woke up. I had like a slightly little bit of swelling. And then today, I woke up and like my whole eye was crusted shut. It was really gross. I went straight to urgent care because it hurt to blink. And basically, urgent care was just like, not really sure what it is. It looks like an infection is starting to form. So they did give me some antibiotic eye drops. I've been doing warm compresses, but needless to say, I was not in a place where, well, one, I'm not putting any makeup on it, not wearing my contacts. So all of that, I did not need to be on video, but I still wanted to record because I love recording and I love coming to share this stuff with you. And if I'm being honest, I actually recorded a version of this podcast about two weeks ago and I was manic. I was crazy. I was, I was like just out of my mind. I had so much energy. I couldn't sit still. My brain was going a million times a minute. One of my friends I text all the time, he's like, girl, you need to chill out. And I was like, I don't know. I can't. But basically the the day, you know, two weeks ago, um, I was expecting to hear, get final word that my divorce was done. And it was a Tuesday and I just kind of preemptively went wild because I actually didn't even hear anything that today. I'm also blaming the stars and the moon because like the moon was in Leo or something. So there was some chaotic energy going on and I used that as an excuse for sure. I was bouncing off the walls. I was dancing. Um, I just like felt like my brain was all over the place and that I really couldn't just like chill. Um, (laughs) I also mentioned like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. I moved from therapy every other week to every three weeks. And then I literally used just recording a podcast episode as like a psychotherapy session. And you all did not need to hear that deep in my brain. And I've totally seen memes where people are like, you don't need a podcast, you need a therapist. But don't worry, guys, I have a podcast and a therapist. So, you know, we're getting benefits of both there. Um, but now, you know, it's two weeks later. I have calmed down. I can officially say that my divorce is final. And when I finally got that word, I actually felt so different than that day. I was going crazy. I got that word and I just felt calm. I felt centered. I felt at peace, like so grateful for where I am in life. And I, I, I did see the email and I I just cried happy tears, but it was just like a really beautiful moment instead of feeling like that kind of manic moment, which I'm happy that I kind of switched my energies there. And instead I just like ordered myself some sushi. I had some champagne and like sat outside and really enjoyed that moment with myself. But it's interesting because I kept thinking that once my divorce was final, I would want to release kind of a quote unquote tell all type episode. 
And I did spill a lot of tea in the last episode that I recorded with my best friend, Kelsey. We talked a lot of of things that I hadn't talked about previously. But at this moment, that doesn't feel aligned anymore to do this tell-all. It kind of feels like a little bit of living in the past. And I know a lot of my stories will end up coming up in some of the topics that I have planned for the future. But to like sit down all, I don't know, if you watch Ariana from Vanderpump and like have a sit down with call her daddy and tell all that's not me. And (laughs) I mean, I'm obviously not a famous reality star, so silly there. But, um, and also I think the other thing is I'm sure that if I did that, it would end up being my most listened to episode. But I think a lot of those listens would be coming from people on his side. They would be coming from people who want to just send hate to me. Um, they would be coming from people who are just being nosy. First, I want this podcast. You guys know I've always had like lists and topics and pretty good structure and my advice going through this where it's like I want to tell my story in a way that it can be helpful to others. I don't want to sit and tell my story in a way that's just gossip. That's where I try to, you know, I think that obviously there's a fine line here because I'm a Libra. We love to gossip a little bit. Um, But ultimately, if I can do this in a way, and I did recently have someone reach out and just be like, hey, you know, I, I don't even know the point of this message, but I want you to know that you telling your story has made me feel like I can really dig into my marriage and say, am I settling and am I really getting what I look for? So thank you for being so honest. And those are the reasons why I do this. And that's the reason why I tell all of this. So that's what's ultimately really important to me. And I'm sure, again, you know, I have some ideas planned of things like what they don't tell you about divorce and when to know it's time to leave. And I know a lot of my stories will just come out naturally in that way. I enjoy being a storyteller. So yeah, and I think, you know, maybe in a few more weeks, I'll feel happy telling it all. But right now, I'm just so content, like, with my own life, being on my own, having the ultimate freedom that I've been working for. You know, a lot of you guys don't might not realize it took me basically 11 months to end a 13-month marriage. And also, at the same time, even though it was a 13-month marriage, we were together six and a half years. So a lot of things to talk about with that in terms of, you know, what they don't tell you about divorce. That will be a topic in the future episodes. Um, but yeah, when I recorded this last two weeks ago, I was just so scatterbrained and I don't like to podcast that way. I like to have some structure. And then I also just, I'll be honest, I told a lot of details about my life. And then I went back and I was like, oh my God, am I ready to share all of this? And so I started editing it down so much. I was like, nope, I can't post this. There's nothing left to post. And I will say I've gone back and forth a lot on sharing my dating life on here. And at first I was sharing a good bit of information. Um, You all loved those stories. At the time, the person I was seeing like liked being mentioned. And then it got to the point where they're like, hey, let's keep this more private. That was totally fine with me. Obviously, I've started sharing things again. And I'm just, I'm still always finding that balance for myself because I also noticed that while I am going to definitely tell, share some stories, I had like a really intimate, um, more like emotional moment with someone in terms of like my dating life. And that it feels like something where, hey, I want to keep that to myself or like I want to hold that and like protect that um versus obviously the shit show dating stories or the bullshit or me being ridiculous that feels so much easier to share and it's funny because the person that I'm kind of referencing 
he actually told me that he has, so he has two different therapists. He has a woman and a male, which I love to hear. I think that's so interesting. He's like, I like to get both sides of advice, but both of them did tell him that he's probably better off not listening to my podcast. And I agree. I think that he's probably better off not listening to my podcast, even though I don't haven't really spoken much about him. I think he also doesn't want to hear about what's going on with me and any other people. And I also think there's a point of if you're dating someone and hearing even these stories of my past, I think there's a way where it's much nicer if I, as a person, get to tell him these stories versus him hearing them, not from me. You know, that's always something i always concerned about when people add me on social media or follow the podcast that I'm, you know, just a few dates in. I'm like, oh, you're really going to get a deep dive into me. Actually, I went on, I don't even know if I even talked about this date because it was kind of when I was on a break. I went on a really good first date. We talked for like four hours And then he went out of town for like two weeks. We never ended up going on a second date. But when he had texted me like, hey, I'm so sorry, I've been traveling so much. Um, And then he told me he did listen to the podcast and he thought it was great. But he listened to the episode that was all about having better sex. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, I've gone on one date with this man and he's hearing about my kinks and that I want to use a vibrator in public. So... I'm super open about that. I just think sometimes it's like, hey, does everyone need to hear this after one date? Maybe they need to. At the same time, hey, I've always been a believer that if you're going to scare them off, you're going to scare them off. So finding, finding that balance. Anyway, I do have a, I do have some stories I do want to tell because, oh my gosh, like this is just the shit that happens to me. I don't know. I, I, obviously it's me putting out this energy, but So a couple weeks ago, I went on what was a really great second date or so I thought, right? So first date, this man was opening the car door for me. Second date, he made a reservation. He was very upfront and saying during the week. So we had gone on our first date on Tuesday and then our second date was Friday and he was just super like, I'm really grateful for you to give up a Friday for me. And he made a reservation and he was texting throughout the week and saying, hey, I hope it has been apparent that I'm really excited to see you again. And then when we were on the date, we just had really great conversation. He asked me really thoughtful questions and he gave me really nice compliments that weren't about my appearance, but like compliments around the fact that he could see my passion and what I did in life. And that felt all really nice. So I thought it was going great. We go to this nice little cocktail bar And then he's like, I'll be honest, this isn't really like my jam, but I wanted to take you somewhere that like to try and impress you. And I said, I love great food and cheap drinks. (laughs) So, you know, like I don't need a fancy cocktail bar, but if I would much rather have fancy food than fancy cocktail bar. But um, I was like, yeah, let's do like a dive bar next. So then we went to a little dive bar. We're playing darts. And then he's saying, hey, I don't know if this is moving too fast, but all of my friends are at this bar. I'd love for you to meet them. My best girlfriend is there. She's like my sister to me. Like, would you want to go? And I literally was like, listen, I'm not someone who cares about that that much. Funny enough, I even said to him, I was like, even if I never see you again, what's it matter if I meet these people? Hello, foreshadowing. (laughs) Um, So we go to this bar, Latchkey. I'm sure you guys will hear me reference Latchkey 800 freaking times because I either need the 
I need this bar to either sponsor my podcast or to just ban me already because that's where things are in terms of what might happens to my life at Latchkey. So me and this guy, we go to the bar. We're like kissing this bar you stand on picnic tables and everyone's standing on the table so you can definitely see people dancing and all this stuff we're hanging out I get a text from a guy veggie I've referenced him a few times who I've been seeing on and off for a while and he's just like looks like your type so I didn't know where he was at the bar when I got this. So I'm like, oh, he's clearly here. He sees us like kissing, dancing. And I was just a little bit like, I was kind of like, shit, what, what, what do I do? But at the same time, me and him are not together. Like he doesn't want to be in a relationship. He doesn't want to be, you know, in a couple. We've had no talks of exclusivity. So whatever. So then no, me and the guy that I'm on the date with, we go to the bar and he says hi to veggie <laughs> and I'm like are you freaking kidding me like of course you guys are friends and then like veggie like walks by me and I'm like oh you're not gonna say hi to me the guy I'm on a date with kind of looks at me he's like oh how do you know him and I said oh like we've been on a couple dates he's like are you guys dating I'm like no we are absolutely not dating which we are not then at that point I was just like you know what I'm gonna live my life I see veggie is like with some girl following him around and I've just always assumed that hey we're casual I've assumed he's dating other people I've obviously been dating other people I'm like you know what you're gonna have some little girl follow you around I'm just gonna spend my night the way I want it so he definitely sees me and this guy like dancing together like this guy was like kissing my neck like really cute whatever and anyway, it was all just like, so me and the guy I was on a date with, we leave, we go get drunk food. He's like telling me all about how the girl I met was basically like meeting his sister. He's like talking about the future and hanging out again. I think all these things are going like so well. Psych. I don't hear from him. <laughs> like this is Friday. Um, literally we go he like Saturday he sent me like one text in terms of I had initiated the text then didn't respond then we go Sunday Monday Tuesday have not heard from this guy I was so annoyed I was also like super shocked I honestly in my head I was like the only thing that could have come up is that like he talked to veggie or like something happened here I don't know but anyway I told you guys that Tuesday I was manic right I was wilding out I was ready to go so one of my girlfriends ends up having people go out for her birthday in my head. I'm already celebrating my divorce. We take a shot at dinner. We walk into the bar, Latchkey again. Yes, Latchkey again. Take a shot as soon as we walk in there. One of the first people I see is my ex-husband's cousin. And I'm like, what are the chances on the day my divorce is supposed to be final? Yes, he lives in Austin, but what are the chances I run into him on that day? So he was fine. He was nice to me. I have nothing bad to say about him by any means, but it just like had me on edge. Again, this bar, you stand up on the picnic tables, standing up there on Tuesday nights, they have cutthroat karaoke. It's so popular. It's so packed. Like I've never seen a bar so packed on a Tuesday. Standing up there, all of a sudden, who walks into this bar, but the man that freaking ghosted me from that date. And I, when I tell you I was on one, he walked in and I just straight flicked him off middle finger to the air I'm like fuck you dude and 
oh my God. He was just like, really, really? Like, oh, we kind of talked for a second. I'm like, you're not going to text me back really after all of that? And he's like, tried. Oh, also he walks in with another girl. So then he tries to tell me, oh, this isn't the place to talk about it. Oh, I've been, I really want to see you again, but I've been so hungover. I'm like, you've been so hungover for five days that you couldn't send a text back, but you have no problem setting up plans to text this girl and go out on a Tuesday night. So yeah, I was like, this has to be a joke. Um, and to be honest, I slightly made a fool out of myself. You know what? Like I have an episode, death of the cool girl. There was no cool girl that, that night by any means. And then guys, it gets worse. It gets worse. Friday, I go to happy hour with my friends. We're sitting outside. I didn't realize they're like, oh yeah, you have to go into the inside bar to order your drink. So I go in, I'm standing at the bar. I look over and who do I see at sitting at the table? But this man again, <laughs> like, oh my God, I wanted to die. I'm like, how are the chances that I'm going to run into this man who's ghosted me two times in one week? And let me tell you, when I saw him this time, I was not, I know he saw me and I was just like, nope, we're not going to look that way. We are going to look at the bar. We're going to stare straight ahead. (laughs) And then also I had like, I was like looking kind of cute. So I'm like, as soon as I got my drink, I knew I had to actually walk, like I'd walk right through his line of sight And I was like, thank God I freaking look cute, at least when I go to get this drink. And then also when we were sitting outside, when he goes to leave, he definitely saw me then too, sitting at this table. But I was just like, what are my chances? Like, and I told you guys, I have had so many crossovers with friends, running into people, all of this stuff. It was terrible. But of course, that brings me back to the topic of like, was I really crazy or... Was I just calling you out on your bullshit because you're leading women on and I was sharing how I feel? I mean, right? I was talking to my roommate about it the next day and I was like, I just can't believe I flicked this guy off. I feel kind of embarrassed about how I acted. And she said, why? She said, fuck being polite. What is the point of being polite to someone who wasn't polite to you? Because the polite thing to do in that instance would have been to send a text back and say like, hey, I'm not really feeling this. Or like, hey, which I don't know if this is the case. Hey, like, you know, I really respect my friend that you have seen. So I don't want things to get messy. I'm going to take a step back. Like that would have been the polite thing to do. So yeah, he doesn't get polite back. So fuck being polite. And we're calling people on their shit, right? I have been living by this motto that if something still bothers you, 24 hours later, you have 48 hours to say something. So that's what I did. Like, fuck you. I said my piece and I'm sure that he's going to go off and tell all his little guy friends that I'm a crazy lady. But you know what? That's just like what someone else thinks of me is none of my business. So I'm glad that I didn't just like let him off. And then I also told my roommate that, um, I was like, listen, if I think about, oh, why do I wish that I would have acted more cool, more chill about it, right? The only reason I wish I would have acted that way is so that I would have still had a chance with this man. And I don't want a chance with, like, this man no longer has a chance with me. 
So what am I even thinking? Who? What's the point of acting chill and cool? I'm not trying to keep a door open here. I'm not trying to see if he comes back. No, this man fucked up by not respecting me and my time and, like, my feelings. So there doesn't need to be a reason to, like, stay chill here with me, in my opinion. Also, my roommate just really like, enables my behavior, and I love it. It's, like, perfect that we moved in together, because whenever I am just upset about a boy, she'll be like, Justine, is this man really going to be your husband? Let's think about that. Or the first thing, or she'll also tell me, she'd be like, the first thing you told me, Justine, when you moved in here is that you wanted a hot girl summer, so don't forget that. Don't get caught up in, like, your feels, and I, and remember that this summer is about you. And then I also, like, laugh to myself because I'm sure you all have seen that video where they have, like, the hot crazy scale and then you have, like, the unicorn and, but, like, the hotter the girl gets, usually the crazier the girl gets. And I totally think that I am hotter now in my 30s and I also think that I am crazier now in my 30s. Like, you're going to get me. You're not going to get a watered down version and you're going to get, hey, this is what I want. This is how I'm feeling and, like, we're going to talk about it. So if that means that as a guy you know, I'm not slashing anyone's tires out here, that kind of crazy, but God forbid that you express your feelings. I feel like a guy thinks you're crazy for that. We love to gaslight. They love to gaslight, but kind of like coming back even the same night that I like went crazy on the guy who ghosted me at like when I flicked him off and everything, I had also called (laughs) veggie (laughs) and we were not talking at this point because he was pissed at me for making out with this guy. And he just, like, took it in stride. Like, he, like, texted me the next day and was just like, oh, I don't want you drunk mad at me. Hope you had a good time. Like, you know, living life. And I'm like, okay. You know, he saw me create, like, being a weirdo drunk, too. And he was just like, whatever. But coming back to that idea that everything is casual until it's not, it really has me sitting here and thinking, what do I actually want night now? And what am I actually looking for? Because I have been saying that I'm looking for a relationship. I've been saying that since I met Dumpling Boot. Like, hey, right? And I think that's because a lot of things seemed like we were leading towards a relationship in terms of, oh, this is your pillow and leaving a toothbrush and talking about the future and things felt very relationshipy. And I really felt, I talked to my therapist a lot and she said, listen, Justine, you're not, there's no reason that you're not emotionally not ready for a relationship if that's what you want. But I started to look at this and I think maybe I need to call myself on my own shit here because at the same time, I have very much my, you know, my therapist kind of said, like, are you acting in a maturity level of the relationship that you're saying you're wanting, right? Is it really super mature of me to be, you know, going to a comedy show where one guy invites me and then making out with another guy by the end of the night, even though he brought another girl, so whatever. But is that the most mature way for me to handle that? Is it the most mature thing for me to be on a date, run into someone else who I do care about hurting their feelings, right? Like, yeah, me and Veggie aren't dating, but I do really care that I hurt him by him seeing that. But was it the most mature way for me to handle it just to be like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do in front of him. Or maybe I could have been like, hey, let's leave and kind of like respected that of him. Is it the most mature thing of me that I, 
you know, went on a date and was DMing another guy and then left the date to go meet another guy, right? So I think that I have to call myself out on some bullshit here. And I just sat and asked myself, am I the fuck boy? Like, am I the fuck boy that we warn our girlfriends about? Because I'm sitting here and I'm claiming I'm looking for a relationship, but are my actions and are the people I'm choosing to date really reflecting that in, you know, action? I think also things just like, you know, making out with every guy I see at the bar, wild Tuesday nights, like homie hopping, right? Like, I mean, I'm having a lot of fun and I don't, again, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong by any means, but I just am making myself question where are my words and what I'm looking for? Are they really aligning? And I keep saying that I want a relationship, but at the same time, I want a hot girl summer and I'm being wild. And when I sit and I think about it, truthfully, I said, my heart says I want a relationship. I want love. I want that companionship. I want to cuddle. And I think when you start to get that from someone, it feels so nice, right? It feels amazing to really have, I think there's nothing in the world better than true love. But when I think about it logically, when I think about it from my brain, I sit and I think, hey, I haven't been single in seven years. Like seven years. I haven't had a single summer I haven't had a summer where I was single in seven years. And that's when I sit and I think, shit, like, I don't need to be rushing into things. I don't need to be necessarily in a relationship. And I can be okay going on lots of dates and seeing lots of people. But then, again, it comes back to, well, you know, I've been seeing veggie on and off for solid five months, um, definitely have not been seeing each other the whole time, but there've been pretty solid chunks of time where we didn't see each other throughout that though. I would not say like by any means. Um, and it's like, well, how do you go through this and not catch feelings? Because surprise, surprise, all of my friends are like, Justine, you're going to catch feelings. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, yeah, no, I fucked up and I caught feelings for my sneaky link. So (laughs) that's not like ideal. And then I, also just wonder if I got into a relationship right now, am I going to kind of question it, right? Like, let's say I get into a relationship right now and I'm a year in and I just look it back and I'm like, man, I never really took that time to be single. Um, And I mean, I have been single for about a year right now, right? But obviously going through different things and going through different stuff and like, this is my first really time, really, really officially single time right now. And am I going to look back and be like, oh, maybe I didn't date enough. Maybe I didn't do enough things. Yeah, again, just saying like, oh, am I being the fuck boy? Because whether or not I meant to do it, my actions did hurt this man, right? Like for him to have to see me making out with someone in front of him. And I will go back and say, hey, he does not want to date me. He doesn't want to be in a relationship with me. So that part is on him. But I also didn't want to make anyone feel that way. I mean, I know that I was jealous enough seeing him out just, like, with another girl walking around with him and, like, following him around. If I had seen him making out with another girl, holy hell, I probably would have, like, I would have gone crazy. Like, I've been telling you, I've been going crazy. He would have gotten shit for real. I also told him, though, I said, you saw me out. You saw me talking. I said, why didn't you just come up and be like, come home with me? 
you could have fought for me. (laughs) He's like, really? I was supposed to do that? I was like, yeah, actually, if you had done that, it'd been really hot. And then I think back to everything that did happen with Dumpley Boo. And while, again, I will say he was totally sending me mixed signals and then he totally gaslit me, I'm like, thank God I didn't end up in a relationship then, right? Like, thank God um, when I brought that conversation up in the end of January, early February, that I didn't end up being like, oh, I have a boyfriend already. Um, even when we restarted things, I told my therapist, I was like, gosh, I want to just have a talk with him because I'm not really getting what I want from this. I want more in the relationship. And she's just like, just teen, you have to sit and think about what you actually want because you're saying you want more from him, but you're also telling me that you want this hot girl summer. You want to be single. You want to just hang out with your friends. And those things aren't correlating. So you can't sit and tell a man I want more unless you truly want more and you truly know you want this to be into a relationship. And so ultimately, I never did have that conversation, obviously, and things ended. But but it makes me sit and think, well, why did I want to have this conversation? Is it because what we hear how things are supposed to go on social media because we hear about how timelines should be, right? And one of the things my therapist always talks about that I love is she says, there's not one love story in this world. So whether that is someone who, because she, she thinks actually the whole, when you know, you know, is bullshit. Like, oh, he should know after three dates. She's like, that's not true. Like, there's so many other things that come into love stories. She's like, some people are friends for five years before they date, you know? And then, yeah, some people know after date two. But there's so many different love stories and whatever one is going to end up being yours is beautiful. So you have to make sure you follow your heart in that. But you can't sit here. And I think it's so toxic on social media where we sit here and we see people saying, oh, this is the timeline and this is 30 days and this is 90 days. And if they don't know then, well, then they just don't like you and blah, blah, blah. And it's like so confusing. And then all you have to do is like sit and just think though too, like, but what do I actually want? And now, so this is all playing into my current little situation of where I have feelings for someone and he's been open that he doesn't want to get into a relationship this summer. And normally I think that would give me cause to end things right away. But at the same time, I'm sitting here saying, I don't want to be in a relationship this summer. So am I screwing myself over by continuing to develop feelings for someone? And maybe I'm going to hate myself for this in September yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, let's, let's get real. Anytime I even put a date, I, I say September, who knows how long this is going to last. I, you know, it could be two weeks from now, um, and something could go wrong. <laughs> um, but I also, I think it's really interesting to see the different dynamics where, you know, Dumpling Boo was telling me he didn't want a relationship And I also wasn't necessarily getting the things I needed. I felt really anxious in that. I wasn't seeing him as much versus the little situation I'm in now. He doesn't want a relationship, but he's showing up in ways that make me feel a lot more secure. Like I hear from him every day. Um, He, I have been seeing him, you know, at least three times a week. I know that I trust that I'm going to like hear from him and like I don't sit around like being anxious about anything and it's felt very secure in that way. And so we've kind of had a disagreement of like, yeah, like I'm dating, um, you know, he still knows I'm dating and things like that, but whew, it's hard, right? It's hard when you like are trying to date, but you still kind of have feelings for someone, but I'm just trying to figure it all out. And 
be as open and honest to everyone as I can and take some time because, you know, I'm going to see, hey, does this develop into more? Or as the summer goes on and I do my own thing and he does his own thing, maybe it naturally develops into less, right? Like just kind of see how time goes and I'm trying to not overanalyze it at this very second and say, hey, I'm getting a lot of needs fulfilled. I get to do my own thing and I keep saying I want this summer to be for me and that's what's really important. I will always come back to the idea that the universe won't let you miss what's right for you. So if this doesn't work out, hey, that's fine. It wasn't meant to work out. And if it was meant to work out and we come back together in six months, then whatever. Um, But, you know, or I run into someone on next Wednesday night and I meet the love of my life, you know, during hot girl summer. Who knows? Like, who knows? And that's actually the beauty of life. And I think that's what's so exciting, too, about just going out and doing things and being social. It's like, one, you never know who you're going to meet, but also, and not even from a romantic relationship. I could go out next Wednesday and I could meet like a business partner. I could meet my new best friend or just, I could, I don't know, watch a movie that changes my life, right? So it's like always being open to know that the universe is going to bring things in at the right time. And I do think that I come back to this idea of, Maybe I continue to attract emotionally unavailable men because I haven't been as emotionally available as I think I am, right? I'm sitting here claiming I'm ready for a relationship. I'm sitting here claiming I'm emotionally available, but was I really emotionally available? And now that I officially have that tie of the divorced cut, I do feel like that's one more thing that's opening me up and making me feel way more available. I'm also such a believer and I think if there's confusion around a situation, if someone's leaving you confused about how you they feel about you, that's the other thing too, right? Is I would say dumpling boo left me very confused. Whereas the situation I'm in now, I don't feel confused about how he feels about me. Even if, I mean, it is like a whole confusing situation if you're telling me you feel a certain way about me, but you don't want to like be in that relationship kind of thing. That's confusing, but I don't feel... Um, I don't question, like, if he's attracted to me or if he likes me or anything like that. But I think if there is confusion in a situation, the best thing that you can do is to bring your focus and energy back to yourself, which that's what I've really been working on. So after all of those run-ins, like meeting people out that I don't need to see out, you know, cross-pollinating, homie hopping... I have decided, well, I I decided that I was going to do 30 days um, celibate and no dating apps. Well, I lasted um, six days (laughs) celibate. When I last, when I said that I was going to do 30 days celibate, this is when, uh, Veggie said he didn't want to talk to me anymore because he saw me making out with the guy. And then he decided he wanted to talk to me again. Um, (laughs) So celibacy lasted six days. However, I am a solid two weeks into no dating apps. And it's felt really good. It's felt like I've had more time to myself. I'm not pulling them up and just swiping. I don't feel like I'm swiping just to fill a void, but I don't know. I just felt like I kept having like all of these run-ins. Dating was a little too much and I just thought that I needed like a cleanse of it all. And a few different people in my life were like, 
how are you going to delete the apps and have Hot Girl Summer, though? And number one, I've actually met a lot of people in real life. I am going out. I am doing a lot of things, putting myself out there, and that allows me to both meet guys and friends. And honestly, about 50% of the people that I have gone on dates with or hung out with, I've actually met in person, not on an app. So it's not like everyone I've been going on dates with, I've met through the app only. And then like last Friday, I went out and I literally gave three different men my number, one girl my number, and I had two different men slide into my DMs. So I would just say it's looking okay without having the dating apps. Um, It actually feels like, hey, who am I going to attract? What's going to be out there? And it doesn't feel like I'm like searching for so much. I've also been so busy. I think my week feels a lot more manageable to not be trying to fit in these dates at the moment. And I've just had more time to focus on me. Second, and I think this is the biggest thing, is that a hot girl summer does not revolve around men. It is a hot girl summer. Girl, it is my damn summer. It revolves around us and it revolves around women. And it's the by idea that I am the main character in all these stories, not these dusty ass men. You can have a hot girl summer if you, you could be in a relationship and have a hot girl summer if you want. You can be in a hot girl summer and be celibate if you want, right? Like ultimately, I'm actually Megan the Stallion, right? We know, we, we know I love her and you know, she's like the creator of hot girl summer. And she's, I think she said it best, right? It's about just being you. It's about just having fun, turning up. It's about driving your own boat and not giving a damn what anyone else says. It's about going and chasing your own bag right? So that's what we're doing with Hot Girl Summer without being on dating apps. And it's where you're in charge of your own happiness and we're not letting like men, women, whoever you're attracted to, we're not sitting and crying over them. My summer life motto is currently to live in a way that if they were to write a book about your life, Florida would ban it. Yeah, so that's just kind of where I am right now. I'm sitting here and I'm really trying to focus back my energy, figure out what I really want. And because then, I mean, ultimately, too, it comes back to like, am I saying I I, I always question myself? I'm always analyzing things. Am I saying I want a relationship because I know the comfort of it? And am I saying, oh, I don't want a relationship because the men I've been dating are saying they don't want relationships, right? Like it goes both sides and I'm like questioning everything and just trying to really, again, tune back into what I want. And I spend, I walk about an hour a day and a lot of that times I will literally just walk in silence. I'll put my headphones in and I'll walk in silence. I journal every single morning. I go to therapy every month and I do a lot of these things to make sure that I am refocusing, you know, recalibrating and making sure that everything feels good in my life and that I'm listening to myself and what I want to be doing because I have been through such a massive, massive transition lately. And then also super exciting, I haven't mentioned here, but one of the big things that's happened with, hey, focusing on myself, taking time back here, prioritizing is we, I found an apartment. So I'm moving in with my girlfriend, Kylie, who I've podcasted with. Um, I've referenced her a few times, but we got an apartment together. We're moving in at the start of July. Um, and that'll be really awesome. I'm going to have to have her on my podcast, but again, that's just a thing where I'm like, Hey, this is me continuing to build my life here, continuing to build my life in a way that I choose. It's not surrounded by a man because you know, the last 
five years of that relationship, everywhere I moved, everything I did was for a man. And so I'm just continuing to do all of these things for myself. And ultimately, I don't want to be a fuck boy. <laughs> I want to be honest with people. Um, but if I'm going to be dating and I'm going to be seeing people and if you're not, I just do think if you're not in a committed relationship, you know, you're single and then so everything's casual until it's not. And this is going to bite me in the butt. I know because I'm getting into a point where my casual thing has, I've got feelings in a casual thing and how much longer can it stay casual before I really get hurt? And, you know, we'll, we'll just, I just, my thing, my thing in life, and I know this doesn't always make the most sense, but people wake up after a 20 year marriage and are shocked to find that their husband left when they think they're happy. So you could get hurt then, or I could get hurt in 10 days from my situationship. So my thing is I can't control another person. All I can do is keep my heart open, be honest, be honest with myself. And when things don't feel right anymore, that's when I end it or that's when I choose to walk away. But I can't live my life out of fear of getting hurt either. So it's always just, again, it comes back to just finding that balance and figuring out what's right and doing a lot of intro introspection here. So I'm curious. Let me know if you guys think I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have like a couple, like, gosh, I have a few like 25 year olds in my DMs. I will say this one 25 year old, he tried to ask me on a date and I literally just told my friend, I said, well, I told him no, but honestly, it's not because he's 25. It's because he looks very Republican. And no offense, but if you... Basically, what I'm saying is his entire Instagram was hunting photos and him with a giant dip in. And uh, that's not, you know, that's that's not my thing. Um, I have another 25-year-old in my DMs who wants to take me on a date when I'm home in Cincinnati. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm the fuck boy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let me, you know, slide in my DMs. Let me know. Tell me if I'm the fuck boy or tell me if I'm just living hot girl summer. Um, you know, no double standards here. So I hope you guys are having a great week. Love you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it and write a review, screenshot it, share it to Instagram. I appreciate it so much. And I will talk to you all soon.